I hope that somebody hears this. Um, and I hope that they understand that this is not a... I don't care what you think, honestly. <laughs> Who am I kidding? I, I really don't care. Look. Right now, and I remember this story from years ago um, about the Haitians being trapped uh, in Mexico. Back then, they were trapped in uh, uh, part of Mexico just by San Diego in California. I can't think of the word right now, but they were trapped there. And they had went, it came from Haiti. Uh, after the hurricane, um, I'm sorry, after the earthquake uh, in 2010, and and just general migrations to trying to get into America in general, and um, you know that was crazy, right? You know, what I'm saying it was, it was, it was just, it was crazy me hearing about that, and I'm thinking to myself like we do black people so bad in America uh it's one thing but you know as a black person I don't I don't complain because I know that we have to still push on and work towards being successful regardless and history shows that as long as we keep on doing it, America cannot evolve cannot continue to be America without the black man and black woman it just wouldn't happen uh, and if instead of us constantly beating each other up and breaking each other down, uh, we actually did work together and, you know, develop something together, um, America will look completely different. And that, that completely difference will be black, period. But uh, I also have a common sense to know that you cannot find enough black people who, to be, who would believe that uh, or follow that method. Because, um, unfortunately, we've been uh, trained to believe that, you know, we're only so good instead of believing we're the best. And so if a white person doesn't co-sign, then probably about 70% of blacks won't get on board, uh, even though they, you know, believe everything black and blah, 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 yakety smackety. But uh, without a white cosign, seventy percent won't get on board, and that's just that's just facts. Um, also, without a white cosign, so many people that are black will not believe they can be anything. The the, the black people around them can tell them how great they are, but if a white person don't cosign it, they will never believe it. And um, that's just real talk. With that being said, talking about the Haitians, I think that black people need to call America out in this situation because the Haitians are marching to America and they're already sending them back. They're already, you know, plans on sending them back to Haiti where there's nothing that. Not even since 2010's earthquake had anything really been improved. I mean that's just been let's just talk let's talk facts. Um and I know somebody come on and be like, You're wrong, black. Yeah. 
okay, I ain't been to Haiti, so you're right. I might be wrong. But I'm going to say uh, the president was just assassinated by, hmm, we don't know who. And uh, the foreign aid that was being sent over there to help during this last earthquake that just happened uh, last, what, two, three months ago. And the uh, ruling class there seems to be the underworld of Haiti. So uh, you have that. So, you know, I, I may not know what I'm talking about, you know, because I ain't never been. I'm just going off of, you know, the facts that we heard from every single news outlet, not just a few of them. Um, and Haiti being, having the history that they have of revolts against white people's rule, they will never get any help. And I think that, you know, in America, we're very privileged. <laughs> I mean, uh, y'all want, I, I give you the police violence thing. Hey, police, you know, they do their thing. I give you that. I mean, I'm gonna give you the George Floyd situation. I'm gonna give you that. I'm gonna give you Alton uh, Brown situation, Australian Brown. I, I forget their names, but I'm gonna give you all those names. All those names. It was horrible situations, and I and I definitely do wish none of them would happen. I definitely do wish that you know Trayvon Martin would have been avenged. Honestly, um, some way, some shape, form, fashion. Uh, but that's a different story. What I am gonna say though is. We've got to find a real way to parse out those situations from the true tragedies, which are the attacks that we we put on ourselves, each other, to make the white man feel comfortable. Like the Joy Reid uh, jumping on Nicki Minaj situation. Um, uh, I don't think Nicki Minaj is a rocket scientist uh, by any um, by any 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 test of the imagination, I don't think she's a rocket science. I don't think Joy Reid, um, I think Joy Reid is a very smart, has to be to be where she's at, woman. But her refusal to read the whole, tw- I can't even be talking about this, but her refusal to read the whole Twitter message that Nicki Minaj put out lets us know that she was only looking for clout. <laughs> basically and just fronting and I'm glad Nikki called out on it um, and that's really what we got going on we could we could use that example over and over and over and over again throughout uh, time throughout history um, Dr. Claude Anderson he calls it blacks acting inappropriately uh, I watched his uh his uh, symposium or meeting, whatever you want to call it, from 1997 when he was in California and just breaking down um, everything that he let her put in his books. And we, if you go through history, we are pretty much more responsible for our, our demise than the white man, than we could even possibly give him credit for. The white man ain't even smart enough, honestly. Uh, to come up with the <laughs> to come up with the things that that we do against our against each other, they kill us. So you know there's that. But I think that when you think about, I'm looking at this picture of these 250 thousand Haitians. I mean, just cheering USA, USA, and then you know find out that they got put on buses because they just basically passed out of exhaustion. 
and they were put on buses and, and put further back. Man, do you know how long that walk had to be to get there? A thousand mile journey. That is amazing. Thousand mile journey after you suffered, survived an earthquake, and you have nothing. I mean, I couldn't even, you know, being an American, I, I couldn't imagine that. I just couldn't. I couldn't imagine that. I couldn't imagine what they're going through. And I really do think that that is way more just heart, heart-wrenching and way more um, impactful than... You know, the excuses we hear from a lot of the other immigrants trying to come over here, well, you know, they're facing drug violence or they have an abusive husband or, I mean, just things like that, things that normal Americans go through every single day and no one, we have no one to rescue us from. <laughs> you know, we have no one to say, hey, you know what, your husband beating you? Let me uh, bring you to Sweden. You'll be okay. <laughs> you know, uh, you know what, well, you're facing... Uh, uh, your son's facing the possible, you know, having to join a gang. Oh, no problem. We'll move over to Canada. You know, we'll keep him safe there. That doesn't happen. That's not reality. Um, so, you know, that's, you know, I think they just need to get over it, honestly. Uh, fight back. Uh, that's how I feel. If, if you know, it's easy for me to say that, I guess, because uh, I'm an American, right? Uh, and I don't understand things, those things, but when it comes to gangs and domestic violence and stuff like that, yeah, I do understand that type of stuff. So um, that is what it is. Um, even a bigger thing, considering what's happening in Afghanistan, we are bringing, well, we have brought thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of Afghanis over to America to take care of them to support them, to spend our tax money on them for the rest of their life, all because they were traitors to their country. I mean, that's what sums it up. You know, they well, they helped American soldiers. They were traitors to their country. And the carrot was pretty big, so I can't, I kind of understand that. Uh, that's a pretty, that's a pretty big deal. Uh, so, you know, I, I get it, right? Uh, hey, you, you know, you got to come get out of here some way. Uh, if being a traitor works, then that works. That's what it is. And I got that because I was listening to an interview. Because I hadn't, you know, we don't put things in those terms. Because, uh, you know, we're in the American media, they don't tell us much. But they interviewed one of the uh, interpreters that were still there. And he was telling the story, et cetera, et cetera. But at the end of the story, he got to. Um, he made that point that people got to understand the reason why the Taliban hates, you know, these these people, even though they're their cousins, their uncles, their fathers, their brothers, their, you know, their countrymen, their family. Because they basically became traitors to their country. And they actually helped the enemy kill them. That's deep, man. We we look at, you know, 
that same situation now, you know, everybody, you know, the hip hop word uh, is ops, you know. Everybody talks about they op, they op. You can't be with my op. You can't have my op. If you're my op, then you're against me. You know, all those, you know, silly stuff. But they actually lived that reality, you know, where their brother was the op. <laughs> and, you know, they helped America kill their brother so they could get a free ride. All right. I mean, I, you know, I can't hate you. I can't hate your hustle. Um, but instead of my tax dollars going to that, I would much rather my tax dollars go to helping the Haitians. Um, I, I'm, I'm not, this is not a history lesson. Not definitely not a history teacher to teach you, you know, what all the Haitians have been through and have gone through, uh, to become the Haiti that we see that side of the island anyway. Uh, you know, not the, not the vacation side where the cruise ships go, not that area. Uh, but you know, the side they always show when they want to show just poor black people. Um, or the side that would make 250,000 and walk a thousand miles to get to America. That side of the country. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't, you know, I can't go, I can't go into all that. Um, but, you know, they, they're paying a cost. And um, it's a shame that Biden is going to send them straight on back over there uh, to deal with that mess. And I wish that they wouldn't, uh, I wish they would revolt in Mexico. And make their way to America, and to force America, force America to deal with that. Black people need to see the way we treat it, um, in comparison to the way America treats everybody else. And and that's just that's just facts. You wanna, you know, and and the thing about it is, is this: it's not even a black versus white thing. Back to what I was saying about black people being black people's own worst enemy sometimes. We have black. We have a congressional black caucus, meaning these. We have blacks that have been voted, elected into office. Are you gonna let this happen to other black people around the nation? But you'll take everybody else in. We'll we'll our tax dollars feed them, feed their children, educate them, educate their children, um, support their business ventures in America, housing. Medicare, Medicaid, you name it. We do that for them other countries. We do that for them. Well, they helped our soldiers. I look at the moral aspect of it. Well, you know, they have so many... Uh, America's responsible for their country being, you know, trash. So... <laughs> Your message is come to America. We'll take your battered, your bruised, all little, all that loose rap. That's your message, right? These people need your help. Why would you kick them out? Other than because they're black. That's it. That's the only that's the only thing. And and they still making Haiti pay for Haiti fighting for their rights. And that's the bottom line. They still making Haitians pay because Haitians fought. For their rights. They refused to be slaves. They refused to be second class. They refused to, to be chattel. To be reduced to less than, less than an animal. 
They refused that. And they won. But with that win came all this. And unfortunately, nobody's been able to get Haiti on board. It just is what it is. I don't know why. I don't have answers. I've never been to Haiti. I don't know any Haitians. Uh, do I? No, no. I don't know any Haitians. So I can't I can't even tell you why. I have besides that there. Other than TV, which I know is a complete misrepresentation of people, especially our people, because the way they misrepresent us. So I would never believe the images I see on TV as far as attitude, demeanor, uh, lifestyle, etc. Um, I know they're not lazy. I know they're not um, whatever derogatory terms they want to put on them. I know they're not. I'm going to say that. I don't know them, but I'm going to say that. Uh, I'm going to go there and say that. Um, I think the Haitians, um, considering they look like look like me, I think they definitely bring a lot to the table, and they deserve America's help. And um, that is what it is. And I, they don't deserve help from. Uh, I'm, I'm not to starting to go fund me. Uh, I'm not going to open up my doors and won't you let me your house? Won't you? No, 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 no. Our country takes everybody else in. Our country does so much. The Catholic society does so much. I don't know if Haitians are Catholic. No, it's a little voodoo action. So they may not be, you know, perfect Catholics. So maybe that's the reason why they don't step in because they, they're afraid a little doll may get thrown on them, you know. Uh, but they should. Because, you know, God said what God said, and I let loose rap. So uh, they should be stepping to help them, too. You know, it, it's, it's just it's just so hypocritical. And, hey, uh, our, our vice president is um, half island, half Asian. So uh, she should definitely stand up for people, for real. But I know she's not going to. Uh, just like the Congressional Black Caucus is not going to. Um, it just ain't going to happen. And I think if, as a black person, just an ordinary black person, when you look out and you see that, you see what they really think about you. That's what they think about you, for real. It ain't about, and, and, and take the face of whiteness off of it. Because those are, it's not about that. That's that's just what they really think black people think about black people. Black people who get to a certain place in life where they're happy, you know, they got some money, they're pretty comfortable because they earned that spot. They worked hard to get there. No one gave them anything. They pulled themselves up by their bootstraps and they did what they had to do. When you read some of these people's backstories, they wasn't nothing given to them. Wasn't nothing given to Maxine Waters. She she earned every single thing she got. And I'm telling you now, that's why they can't be Democrats for real. They're really Republicans. Because just like average the majority of blacks were before 1950, we're all Republicans. That's that's because we had to work for everything we had. We didn't have anybody giving us anything. We earned every single thing. So with that in mind, you have to think to yourself, that's truly where we come from. Bootstrap mentality. Get it how you live. 
those those Haitians that walk thousand a thousand miles and wouldn't walk a thousand miles more to for a better life, that's bootstrap right there. Your your uncle, your father, your brother, your mama, your grandmama did everything they possibly could do to make sure that you know your life was a lot better. That's bootstrap economics. You gotta pull yourself up. And only only you can do that. And nobody else can do it for you. That's not ain't nobody give you a handouts, man. Even if we even if even if you came from we was on welfare, we, was, we did the food stamps before in life. We all done there. But if you stayed there, then yeah, that's where you at. And you ain't accomplished much in our life for real. You're not trying to do nothing in our life because you're comfortable. But for the majority of people who you see on TV, who you see, you know, starting stuff, getting to that what they call good trouble, them people they they ain't settled. Those people fought. And I don't care what they say. When the cameras are off, the microphones are turned down, they look at people, they look at the people who look like them, who are from the same streets they from, who've walked in the same stores they walked in, who've gotten the same strange looks from everybody. And they say, those people are lazy, trifling, and just disheveled. Those people have no ambition and no integrity. That's why they're there. That's what they say. So don't think there's no difference. Because you you sitting back and you thinking to yourself like, oh, this person, they really they 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 gonna help me. They're gonna no 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 no. They're gonna tell you whatever they have to tell you to keep because you're their customer. The customer is always right. So you're their customer. Well, you got to understand that they keep on telling you that they're helping you, but you ain't got nothing in your bag. They keep on telling you that they're going to, you know, do this and the other, but ain't nothing changed around you. So the real, real way to get that change is you got to do it yourself. You got to be like these Haitians willing to walk thousands of miles for a better life because they look to where they at and they say, ain't nothing here. I got to go somewhere. Somebody's going to help me. They said those people over there could help. I got family over there. That's why I need to be at. So they want, they they would love to have us all just trapped on these little islands and we, we, we didn't have no way to get, you know, they can just kick us back. Haitians went, they, they know they can't get into Florida. That's the closest place to it. They can't get in. <laughs> that's just so trifling America is just so trifling for that I'm down the east coast they can't get in they can't get in they, they can't get in New York they can't get in the Carolinas they can't get in they'll come all the way to South America that's deep come up to Mexico end up on the Texas or California border to try to seek asylum for a better life. When everything is going on, George Floyd is a hero now in America. I don't know what the man has ever done in life, but because a white man sent his back and choked him out, who happened to be a police officer, he's now, you know, a hero. People who look just like George Floyd, 250,000 of them. 
They got no love for him. None. So what does that really, what does that really tell you they feel about your hero? That's to tell you the truth right there. If nobody, if no black elected official stands up for these Haitians, there is no reason for us to vote for a black person ever. And that's just facts. Because that's them telling us they have no concern for us. Because if they're not going to help them, they're not going to help you. They're going to say everything they possibly can say. I just need you to do the research. Just research it. Just look at the just look at look at the, the, the Democratic Party's history. I know you're gonna say, but that was that was back then. Ain't no change. If you look at the influences uh of back then, they they left the imprint on a lot of people that service right now. Joe Babb was born in nineteen forty three. Okay. Uh, you think you do the math. So uh, look at his influences. Look at the influences of Hillary Clinton. They leave the party. So, you know, it's not too much farther than that. Everything we see right now is smoke and mirrors. Black people wake up. Speaking of which, uh, You just need to wake up. I mean, really wake up. Not this fake out, wake up stuff. You know, this fake, I'm woke, Black Lives Matter stuff. Nah, we need to really see what's going on. We, people are accepting money from the government and don't realize this government is setting you up to be able to control your whole life for those those few pennies they're throwing at you. It just is what it is, man. And uh, with that being said, that's my rant for the day. Uh, yes, I do believe that the Haitians should be here in America. If everybody else can come, they should be able to come too. Uh, if everybody else can get help and, you know, et cetera, they should be able to get help too. Because when the Mexicans come over across the border, they already know what to expect. They've been told, hey, they got a whole long list. And they understand what's supposed to happen when they come across that border. If it don't happen, they asking questions why it's not happening. Because they know what's supposed to happen. They know what to expect. We rolled out the red carpet for the Afghanis. We went and picked the scooped them on up and brought them over here. Made sure that they have everything they need for the rest of their life. Wouldn't even treat our soldiers that good. I mean, think about it. I mean, just, just think about it. We don't even treat our soldiers that good, okay? You know, just think about it. So, Yeah, that's all I got. Blackout.